happy birthday, cleaning buddies. Welcome to the podcast. It is our first birthday. Oh my goodness. I am just like, what? Um, so I don't know how many people listening today are actually have been with me since the beginning. I would imagine probably not a ton. Um, but I think a lot of people have probably listened to the first episode because it does introduce what the podcast is and what it's all about and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just wanted to do a special episode kind of looking back on the last year and talking a little bit about how it got started, talking about myself a little bit and how I've changed in the past year. And, um, then I have something that I want to share with you guys. And I have not actually done the exercise myself yet, but I think this is going to be the perfect pairing. If you listen to my episode from last month, um, I think it was last month, maybe the very beginning of this month, but it was called like, get real with yourself. Um, this is actually in a way the opposite of that and, um, the opposite exercise of that, but a lot more information, you know, when I get to that point, anyway, I just wanted to kind of get back in the, in the mindset that I was in a year ago today. Um, so one thing I was two days from going back to work after being on maternity leave. Um, and that was something, I don't know what got, well, I kind of do know what got into me to start, um, working on, you know, finally deciding to do the podcast. So if you have not been a long time listener, um, I had been recording like air quotes, practice podcast episodes for clean. I mean, it was called cleaning buddies. That's what I said. I used to say same thing. Hey, cleaning buddies, you know, whatever. Um, I don't think I said the full thing, but I did, you know, it was always like saying hi to my cleaning buddies. And, uh, I had been doing practice episodes and I think, um, I was recording them using the same software that I use for my, um, audio journal. And honestly, I never even really knew. And I still don't know if those would ever have been able to transfer over to, um, you know, to actually be made into podcast episodes. I don't know that the audio would have been able to be transferred. Um, so I was like, I was doing it, but I was like, I don't think there was a real intention of being able to ever upload. Then something happened where I had recorded a ton of air quotes, practice episodes and all the audio was messed up because the headphones I had, there was an issue with the microphone. I had no idea. Um, of course the other part of it was I didn't know there was anything like anchor that existed. So I didn't realize that there was an option where I could just record on my phone with my headphones as I walked around and did things. Um, so there was that. Then something else happened and I ended up losing, I think like the whole thing, like every episode. Um, I did some update on my phone or something and a lot of the files were never uploaded. Um, they were just stored locally and they just disappeared. And I lost, it wasn't just that I lost some audio journal content that was actually very, um, sentimental to me. And I was very upset about that, but it was like, 
Okay. And then I was reading um, Jack Canfield's Success Principles. And I guess around the 13th of August, I um, was reading the chapter that said, just start. Don't wait for things to be perfect. Just start now. And I was like, okay, app store, um, podcast, software, whatever. And I found Anchor. And I was like, this is it. I could do it. And I don't even know how much planning went. I think I just like, from the time that I read that chapter, thought about the podcast and just decided I'm doing it now. And what was really bad about it is, you know, with my kids being gone in July, because that's when I go to their dads for the summer. And with my husband working during the day, with me having the baby sleeping almost the entire day at that point. I could have had so many episodes done, but it didn't work out that way. I don't know what happened because for a while I had, I guess it was because the baby was sleeping so much on her, um, like when I didn't have the kids on the different weekends. And I was actually able for a while to record those five podcast episodes every week. And then it just got to be too much. And then it just got to be where um, I kind of ran out of stuff to do. For the, um, I'm sorry, I'm hearing something in the other room. Try to make sure it's not the baby. Um, it got to be where I was, um, I kind of ran out of rooms to do the speed cleans on. Um, and then it, you know, that's when the baby kind of started not napping as much and was back to work full time, kids full time, all of that. And so I was doing pretty well when I could record, but then I would get off track and stuff like that. Um, throughout the whole thing, I mean, I've shared lots of things that were working for me. I don't know if I went through a lot of planners during this past year. Um, but as you guys know, a few months ago, I finally just started designing my own plan based off of a lot of different resources that I was using for other things and finally started sticking to something. Um, and that was a really new thing for me. But one of the big things that, you know, besides my whole, you know, religious faith in God, all that kind of stuff experience was um, actually setting my priorities and, you know, starting to realize I only want to, to do what's important. Um, oh, also a big, huge part of all of this, of course, was the, um, at the end of December of 2019, I started reading the smartphone dumb phone book. And that really helped me to finally stop being on my phone all the time, or at least cause I have been on my phone quite a bit lately. Um, but it's not in an addictive, just scrolling through Facebook and stuff like that way. So there's definitely a difference. Um, so between that and then kind of working out my priorities and things, things have been going a lot better over the last few months, a lot better than they previously had ever gone. Of course, I do have to keep in mind with quarantine and all that kind of stuff, you know, things have been different working from home. Although when I was like doing more work from home stuff, like right when we first kind of, because at first I was working from home and I actually had a lot to do, but then as more stuff was closing, you know, we had less and less stuff going on with work. So it was kind of like 
I technically am always working because I'm a social media manager, but I also, um, that was kind of it for quite a while. Um, so that could have something to do with it. However, I am keeping the faith that, um, that I do keep working on my plan and keep making it work for me and, um, finding ways to adapt and everything else. But back on the subject of priorities, um, I saved this video on YouTube to watch later the other day and you got to watch it. Everybody has to watch it. It's like required watching for this podcast now. Like I'm probably going to refer to it so many times, probably going to watch it again after I record this just to make sure that I got everything I need out of it. But the name of the video is how to gain control of your free time by Laura Vanderkam and it's K-A-M Vanderkam. Um, she, it's a Ted talk, I believe, or maybe, I don't know what the difference between Ted and TEDx. I don't know which one it was, but it was something Ted. Um, she is like a time management person. And basically what this talk is about, um, a big part of it is, you know, she's kind of doing some research for a book and she's tracking people's time. And one of the people that she's getting to help with this, um, research has, something go crazy at her house and it's basically talking about how you know if you can't find time to exercise you can't find time for this you can't find time for that but when something really goes like if you get sick or if you know something bad happens at your house suddenly you're able to find a lot of time to do these things and she a big part of the talk was having your priorities and figuring out um you know Use, she's actually talking about using your priorities to plan out your week. So if you've listened to the get real with yourself and let me take a little drink break for a second. In that episode, I shared a, um, an exercise where you imagine that you've just had the worst year of your entire life. And I guide you through some different questions to see how you got there. So you're really just imagining and you're, you know, you're thinking about the worst year ever. And some people may have some, you know, qualms about that. But look, the amount of information you're going to be able to mine out of your subconscious with that exercise is, it's worth like serious money if you can figure these things out about yourself because when I figured these things out about myself and I I share all of them in that episode um they were game changers like seriously I changed a lot of the things that I did based off of that so she has you do a very similar exercise but kind of the reverse um she was kind of talking about how you know people send those letters that um where you, you know, at Christmas time, you tell like your whole past year, you kind of tell what everybody in your family did just to let people know who aren't, you know, don't live with you and are close by or, you know, whatever. Um, I think it's kind of the thing where like everybody gets them and like a lot of the ones you get, you don't really read, you, you know, certain ones you do, but some of them you're like, eh. but what she said was write the letter as if it's the end of next year and you had the best year of your life. Um, and I think she gave some more guidelines, like the best year of your career or whatever. 
And what were you doing? What were you doing that made it so great? So I would highly recommend if you happen to write down the questions that I talked about in the, um, the other episode, which were from the life map, kind of, I mean, I didn't share word for word, but I kind of shared the idea. And I believe she said that she got it from somebody, but I don't remember. Um, I know the part where I did the, why don't you just whatever already that I know that she got from someone else, but, um, take those questions and basically do the reverse of them and create your letter that way. Um, and in this video, she talked about, um, looking at priorities in three different areas of your life, career, relationships, and self. And she gives some more specific examples. Um, but this was another thing from the video that was really like, wow, cause she broke it down with hours. And I always like to see this. So she said, you have 168 hours in a week. Seven times 24 is 168 hours. Most people work 40 hours a week. Um, and then most people sleep, you know, however many hours a night. So just remember when you, so this is what I did. I took my, now some people on your commute, you may be able to do stuff like she was talking about being on the bus or train going to work. And I don't, I have to drive on my way to work and I actually don't have a lot of time. My commute is not very long. It's about, um, 15 minutes there and back. But from like in the morning when I drop the baby off, I have to talk a little bit about the baby and how her night went and what's going on with her. And then whenever I talk about our, um, at the end of the day, um, one of my kids, uh, school doesn't let out until later. So I live far from not super far, but I mean like a 15 minute drive from where they go to school. So by the time that I could actually drive home, it would be about 45 minutes later, they would be there. So to be back, it would be another 15 minute drive. So I have about 30 minutes at home. That's not worth the gas. So, um, I just wait and I guess I could do stuff there. Like I could read and things like that, which is probably actually a really good, um, thing to do at that time. But, um, basically with that, um, I figured my hours for the week to be about 50 hours a week that I work because it's from the time I leave my house to the time I get home each day is 10 hours and times five days that I work. Um, so that's my, um, 50 hours a week, which is work and commute. Although, like I said, I probably could do a little bit with that one. It's about it's about an hour, I think, somewhere in there. Um, so I'll have to think about that. But also, I typically sleep from about 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. And so that's about 49 hours. I just rounded it to 50, um, seven times seven days. Um, I probably do sleep a little bit more on the weekends. But anyway, so that's 100 hours out of the total. So that leads me to 68 hours. Like, what? That's more than the sleeping time and that's more than the um, work time. So like, where is my time going? Where do I have like a whole nother work week that I'm missing out on? And obviously Saturday and Sunday 
you know, you have the full day. And I need to work out how many hours exactly those two days are. Um, but there's definitely, I mean, there's about six hours from when I get home to when I go to sleep. I think it's like maybe five and a half. So let's call it five hours on a good day. Five hours every day for five days, if I just take Monday through um, Friday, that's 25 hours. That's a part-time job with some extra overtime. So what am I doing with that time? Like I've got to start doing better with that. Um, I just really do. And um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at something on my camera because that was a really weird shadow that just passed by. And I don't see a car. Maybe it was just the sun doing something weird. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I definitely have, and it, you know, it always depends. There are some days where other things happen and, you know, kids have after school stuff. There are some days where I have meetings, um, that go longer into the, um, evening. But for the most part, I really do have 25 hours. There's no reason looking at that. There's no reason that my plan that I have and have, you know, been using, it definitely can continue to work as long as my phone use stays in check. So that is definitely going to be one of the main things that I have to um, think about and focus on and make sure that it does not become an issue. So, um, but I just cannot express to you guys, like there's, I'm giving you some of the ideas from this video, but it really is worth watching. It's only about 10, 11 minutes. Um, but I definitely plan to do the, um, and basically what she says is, okay, so you know, you have that many hours. Um, obviously you do have to be flexible sometimes because things come up, but we're constantly saying we don't have time for this. We don't have time for that. So what are your actual, you know, if you had the best year ever, and I started thinking about this, like immediately I started thinking, you know, actually like being in the shape that I want to be in and, you know, spending the time with my family that I want to spend with them. So what she suggests is writing that out best year of your life. What happened? What were you doing? Um, and then, and I'll actually, I'm going to go through and actually reverse those questions for you guys. I'm going to add them in just a minute. Um, but the best year of your life, you know, how did you get there? And then from that, looking at the things, because once again, just like when I did these questions for the worst year of my life, I was able, your brain knows what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. It knows. So if you will just, guys, my whole weekly plan, I have not marked anything. I am a little upset with myself right now. Um, the thing is though, like I, I know what to put down cause it's, it's very simple, but anyway, I can't believe that I haven't done that yet. Um, so yeah, like I said, I got to get to the part that I was talking about. Um, but just like I was able to mine those things out that were really you know, affecting me. Like, what do I want to focus on? I kept, I got the word focus because I kept talking about, you know, like when I focus on what people are doing wrong versus the good that they do, when I focus on, um, 
the things that I have no control over versus what I could do. You know, all of those things are part of it. Okay, so here's the questions that I would answer. Now, you could write it like newsletter style, like she suggests, but um, you just had the best year of your entire life. How did you spend your time to get to where you were at? So how was your time spent? What actual activities or actions were you taking with your time to have the best year of your life? Um, the second question. So obviously, if you've had the best year of your life, you're probably feeling like on top of the world, super motivated to do even more. Um, maybe you're even kind of calm, more calm because, you know, everything's just falling into place, that kind of thing. So what actions um, or so what things did you do what actual actions did you take or what things did you stop doing or behaviors that you um, incorporated or cut out what which of those got you to where you're at so what things did you start doing or stop doing to have this feeling that you feel now or what behaviors did you start or stop to get um, that way? Um, and just so, like an action would be, you know, I use the motivate, I use the instigation habit and got dressed to my gym clothes every day when I got home or on workout days when I got home so that I would have no excuse not to exercise. That would be an action. And then a behavior would be like, um, you know, sitting on your phone, you know, like, or even, um, oh, what was I going to say? Like, um, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. So like when somebody does something and you have the choice to take their action as positive or negative, like you can, you know, you're not really sure it's kind of neutral but you tend to maybe always take things to be negative. Maybe you started giving them the benefit of the doubt. So that would be a behavior. Um, okay. So here's another question. Still at the end of this perfect year, best year you've ever had, um, you've achieved every single goal that you wrote down. You feel like you're a completely different person now. You definitely a lot of personal growth. How did it happen? So answer those questions for yourself. And then, and I know you guys may have to be pausing if you're actually, sorry guys, I just paused myself. Um, I had a phone call and it may happen again. So anyway, you may have to pause between these questions. I know, but um, here's the last Thing after you've done that so now you should have you know like what were the things you were doing your actions your behaviors that made you feel a certain way and then you've met all your goals and everything's just great how did that happen so you've answered those um, okay so now from those answers that you have you're going to mine for the gold 
So what little wisdom nuggets have you drug out of your subconscious that's this is when you do this like if you do it and really kind of clear your mind and really get to a good place before you start and you're really thinking like don't do this if you're in a bad mood somebody just said something that pissed you off like that's not the time to try to do this exercise but just like we mind the information from the negative one we're going to do the same from this so what is it that your brain has had buried deep inside telling you this is what's going to work for you. So you don't want to think about what you, um, I mean, you're, you're designing the best year you've ever had, but you're not focusing on like what you got, like, Oh, I got a promotion and I did it. Like, those are like, you want to focus on how you got to that. How did you get the promotion? What did you do to get there? Not, all this stuff that you got, but what were the actions that you were taking? And basically your brain is going to tell you like, this is something that you do when you do this and magnify it, you're going to have success with that. Like you already know the answers to what you need to do. You don't need to look outside of yourself. Um, if you'll just write those questions down and figure out what your answers are. And then, because remember, this is what like, here's what I got from my um, doing it in the inverted way, doing my worst year ever. Um, and this was where I choose to place my focus. Might be the most important choice I make on a daily basis or even hourly basis. So the way that maybe I would see that in my positive um, example or exercise, I might say something like... Um, I take time daily to focus on blah, 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 whatever it is. Um, and like I said, she takes it further and says, you know, in the areas where you want to grow, or she says you should write a column for career, relationship, and self. And she said relationship and self are usually the ones that people just don't worry about. Um, but definitely those should be priorities. And what kind of changes happen in this perfect year um, and then hopefully based off of doing this inverse exercise or well this was the inverse exercise but changing it back to positive um, like how do you get there what are the habits and things and all that that um, are going to get you there and so my plan is to since I have good notes make myself um, a new copy and I'm going to go through the exercise doing it the new way. And um, I probably will add, um, I'll either do my results. I may add it to the end of this, but probably we'll make that a different episode because I'm pretty sure this one was already pretty long. Um, but I just wanted to share that with you guys because I feel like over this past year, with you and you have to one thing I really want you to understand is that um, while you may be like what she's crazy I honestly credit you guys with being a lot of my motivation um, because I wanted to be able to come back to you and report good things um, that was something that was you know I think a lot of times it's like you know if I let this plan fail what am I going to tell my listeners? Like, what, how do I explain that to them? 
Um, so it is really important to me that I'm able to come back to you guys and say, hey, this works. Like I'm always looking for things that work and stuff that I can share with you. And it just helps me a ton, I think. But definitely one of the biggest eye-opening experiences for me over the past year, um, definitely getting off my phone, definitely um, getting God's help in my life. Those two are huge. Um, and I'm just saying them in the order that they happened. Um, and this is still in line with the order that they happened. When I finally sat down, I was like, what are my priorities? And this is the thing is like, it all kind of works together because if I was still using the phone inappropriately, I would have never really had the time. I mean, I would have had the time, but I wouldn't have been spending it correctly to get to where I'm at. But also like, even when I created the plan, I was like, okay, I don't know, something's just not working here. You know, I had to pray about it. And then I got like, it was like, why do you have all this unnecessary stuff in your plan? And I didn't take it that way at the time, but basically what the message I was getting is, you need to stick to your priorities. You need to stick to the essentials. What is most important for you to, to get done? And once I started focusing on that, um, I started sticking to the plan more. I started getting more other things done, even though like in small chunks. Um, but it all just kind of led to one thing. Led Sorry guys, I got interrupted again. I really did not want that to happen on our birthday episode, but um, there's one last little thing that I did want to add because it was funny. Like I watched this video um, earlier today. Then I found the other one that I was talking about. And then, um, the first one got me thinking along these lines of what I want to talk about for the birthday episode. And then I you know, the other one kind of went along with it, but, uh, Joe Rogan had someone on his podcast and is he, the guy was a neuroscientist. Um, I believe it was not exactly sure what, what day of the week it was, but it was the second to last week in July that it was recorded. Um, and he was talking about how if you, um, he was talking about how dopamine, um, was released in the brain. And one of the things that he found was that when a person thinks they're on the right path, like if they're making efforts and they feel like they're on the right path, that they actually have dopamine released, which keeps them going on even when it gets hard. Um, so I think that's something that we could use, definitely use to our advantage in different things. And so one thing that like what they pointed out was, um, Joe Rogan was pointing out like how somebody could go and do something like burn down a courthouse because they feel like the reason they're doing it is the right reason. And the guy was like, yes, exactly. That's, you know, like, um, but that's kind of a different story. This guy was really talking about how, like, if you're in, um, you know, maybe like exercising really strenuously or he also, I'm sorry guys. Um, that was the one I thought I was going to get interrupted with again, but the previous time it was someone else. <sighs> I'm just trying to get through this so I can finish up with you guys. Cause I know this is getting long, but, um, yeah. So the, um, he was talking about more with people that were in war and kept going even when things were hard 
you know, feeling like they were on the right path or doing something for the right reasons or whatever, um, just gave them more, you know, the power to keep going. And I think like one way that I thought about this in my own life is like, you know, for instance, with when I first put together the plan that I'm using now, like the very first when it wasn't as good as it is now, um, one thing about that was, um, I was still trying to use the inner guide because I wanted to keep track with like reflections and all that kind of stuff. But I kind of felt bad because I was messing up with that. And so when I finally just allowed myself, like, look, this is extra, like you have this plan figured out now, let's go with this plan. When I finally started doing that, you know, got rid of all the extraneous things that I didn't really need that I was just trying to make myself do because it seemed like the right thing. Then I was on the right path finally, and I could focus on, um, whatever I needed to do. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to, um, add that little bit of information cause I just thought that was kind of cool brain research and, uh, just another video that I don't have that one. Actually, maybe I, I don't know if I saved that one. I might have though. Let me go in and see if I can. Um, you know what I've been doing lately, which is really weird. I keep, um, how dopamine helps you keep going when things get tough is the name of the Joe Rogan clip. Um, but anyway, um, I keep, okay, what I was about to say was just stupid. It's just extra stuff. You guys are used to it. Um, basically, every time I go to type in YouTube, I keep typing Yahoo. I don't even know where that's coming from because I don't even use Yahoo. But like, I found myself on their website like four times in the last few days because I go to type a Y for YouTube and then I just say Yahoo and go there. <sighs> anyway, guys, I... I hope the last part of this was not too mixed up. I kind of feel bad that it's so splotchy, but also at the same time, it's kind of like, it's kind of my thing. It's kind of my, just the way I am. So I don't feel too bad about it. Anyway, happy birthday. This last year has been really awesome having you guys along for the ride and, um, I don't, I haven't made big plans for next year, for the upcoming year, um, but, or I should say like the next year of the podcast, cause it's not really like, we're kind of like in the middle. Um, but I just, like I said earlier, keep trying to find things that really will be of use to my listeners. And I hope that you have found some things useful from listening to this podcast or, um, that you use the speed clean episodes, whatever helps you, um, just get a little bit better every day. It's really what I try to do. So anyway, as always, remember you're only responsible for making the effort and, you know, just make the effort and troubleshoot and revise, move on from there. It's all you can ever do. So I really appreciate each and every one of you. 
thank you for being with me for however much of this year you've been with me. And uh, I will, I already know I have an episode for you guys tomorrow, so enjoy that as well. <laughs>